Welcome to the Build a Life After Loss podcast, where we help you to build a life of purpose and joy. Our aim is to encourage your hope in the future and strengthen your confidence. I'm your host, Julie Clough, Life Coach and Certified Grief Recovery Specialist. Hello, my friends. Welcome to Episode 45, Strengthening Your Mind. Last week, I told you a little bit about learning of my father-in-law's passing and all my thoughts and feelings about death and dying and some of my thoughts on grief and the things that I've learned and how I am currently applying them. The night before I learned about the death of my father-in-law, I was on a call with my mastermind group with one of my mentors. And one of the things that we talked about, one of the things that we discussed was how to activate our mind, or in other words, how to strengthen our mind, how to create a more positive mind. And from my experience, it seems to take two components. One is we need a way to release our painful emotions. And the other component is a way to input the good the healthy, the invigorating, the inspiring ways to activate our mind. In the grief recovery method, we discuss some ways that people relieve the pressure of pain and grief that are sometimes not helpful, like fantasy, including books and TV and movies, or alcohol and drugs, or shopping, which we often call retail therapy, or food, anger, over-exercising, isolation, even working, working too much, uh, workaholism. The first thing we have to do is to find constructive ways to let go of some of the heavy feelings that we experience in grief. A few ideas for letting go might include crying. Crying can be really therapeutic. Listening to sad music which can actually cause us to cry, which is a a good thing. And we've talked about that in previous episodes. Even screaming can help us to release those negative emotions, especially if we're not screaming at someone. We can scream into a pillow or go out into the forest somewhere or, or get in our car and scream and let go, release some of that pent up heavy feelings. Writing, writing all the hard thoughts and feelings that we have, and then burning that paper or ripping it up and throwing it away. Those are all ways that we can let go, what we might call let go techniques. That night in our mastermind, as we reviewed a long list of different ways that we were activating our mind, I realized how many opportunities there are to really help us to inspire ourselves, inspire our day, and put in the good. Each person shared several different ways that they activate their mind, several different ways that they input the good. Everybody had a different style. Everybody had a different method. Everybody had different ideas, although we did have some that we shared that, you know, there was more than one person that was, was sharing that particular thing. This is all part of our self care. It's all part of our emotional support that we give ourselves. And some of those ways that we 
we inspire ourselves and, and bring in the good are, and I'm going to list some of these and describe some of these, but these were some of, this was the list. This was part of the list that we created that night. One was music. Music can be very inspiring. I think that's one of the reasons that the movie, The Greatest Showman was so popular was because the music was really inspiring. It was to me. Visualization, thinking about our goal, thinking about the progress that we're making, thinking about what we want for our relationships and really visualizing what we want for the future in a positive way. Story, the stories that we create. And we've talked about this before, but you can create a story for your future what you want your future to look like and write it as if it's in present tense and record that and listen to that. Declarations that we create about what we want for the future. Reading good books. Reading good books is awesome. Or listening to good audiobooks, inspiring audiobooks. Taking massive action. That's a way that I really get going is, is I just take action. Sometimes, in fact, I'm reading a book right now called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. I'm going to share some of my thoughts about that book probably next month sometime. Anything that we do to work on personal healing can be inspiring. Anything we do to work on personal health and our energy. Things that we do to improve relationships, spending time with other people in positive activities, all of those things can activate and invigorate our mind. Spending time in nature, spending time in nature, reaching out for support, even stepping away from our normal routine and spending that time in a good book, spending that time listening to good music, being aware of our state of being and continuing to speak up and tell people what you're feeling, what you're doing, thinking about the things that you're personally interested in. Motivational talks can be super inspiring. I love to listen to TED Talks sometimes. I think they can be, especially if we get, if you look up a TED Talk on a certain topic in say YouTube, you can get, you can go down a rabbit hole listening to inspirational talks, which is really fun. Thinking about all of our blessings, thinking about the things that we're grateful for. All of these ways are ways to inspire our mind, to bring in the good, to experience the good. As we talked about these things, I was encouraged by the long list of things that we came up with. And it, and it made me realize the changes that I've made in the last few years where I've really been intentional, intentional about taking care of my emotional state and really making sure that on a daily basis, I'm doing things like prayer, like getting into scripture, reading the Bible, reading inspirational books, all these things that really bring in the good. When we think about grief, grief is a low vibration. If I was to say to you, think about someone who feels sad, you would know what that looks like. If I was to say, think of someone who's happy, you know what that looks like. We know what it looks like because our feelings are expressed on our countenance. It's expressed in our body. It's expressed in our 
in our the way we move throughout the days and weeks. And it's why one of the reasons why grief feels uncomfortable is because it is a low vibration energy. It is a low vibration feeling. Even though it's natural and normal, it's a normal reaction to loss. We, we grieve deeply because we love deeply. All these things are normal and natural. And yet at the same time, we do need to look for ways that we can let go on a daily basis, ways that we can let go of those heavy, some of those heavy feelings. Okay. And when I say let go, I just want to be clear. I'm not saying that if you do one of these activities that I mentioned at the beginning that help us to let go, that that means that you're going to be feeling great the next day. It's not the way it works. Those feelings will just continue to come just like the waves on the sand of a beach. But as we continue to let go on a daily basis, we are continuously moving the emotions. And as we move the emotions, we slowly over time are able to move through the grief because we can't go under it. We can't go over it. We can't avoid it. We have to, we have to move through the grief. So those ways of moving through the grief include letting go of, of heavy emotion, finding ways to, to release some of that and then finding ways to bring in the positive. So little by little, we're healing and we're getting better each day. As we expressed some of the different ways that we were, we were invigorating our minds, the ways that we were strengthening our mind. The next day, when I learned of my father-in-law's passing, as I started my day, I found myself wanting to do things differently. I was in a different space than I would have normally been waking up in the morning. And I found myself reaching for a playlist. I had created a playlist based on a book that I'd been reading. I'd been reading this book about a man. The name of the book is The Message. I believe the author's name is Lance Richardson. He had a near-death experience and he wrote this book But five years after he wrote the book about his near-death experience, he actually passed away. He was a fairly young man, and he had a large family, several kids, and his wife was left a widow with all of these children. And after he died, a few years after he died, she wrote a book. She wrote a book, and in the book, she shares her experience, and she also has her children share their experience. And a couple of their children were so young that they don't have a lot of memories of their father, but her older children were able to share some of the memories that they had of their father and some of the legacy that he had left for them. So it was a pretty special book. But in part of what she wrote, she shared a, she shared a playlist that she had created that helped her to, that helped her to feel her, what she was feeling, that helped her to bring in some of the good, but also remember some of the sad. Like one of the songs on that playlist was I Drive Your Truck. And I don't know if you're familiar with that song, but that song was sung by Lee Bryce, a country singer. And he's in the, in the, song, he talks about how he doesn't feel the comfort 
of his brother who had passed away by going to his grave. He feels comfort. He feels his brother's presence when he's in his brother's truck. It's a really great song. It's sad, but it's a really great song. Anyway, she shared this playlist. And when she shared the playlist, I, I love playlists. I'm, I love music. And so I had created the playlist in my app where I listen to music and I named the playlist God's Love is Healing because a lot of these songs are Christian songs. They're Christian music. I can only imagine. I don't know if you saw that movie. It was a great movie, but I can only imagine by Mercy Me or I Will Rise by Chris Tomlin or Voice of Truth by Casting Crowns. I have loved this playlist, but when I woke up that morning, I realized that's what I want. That's what I wanted. That's what I needed that morning was to listen to that playlist. And it was so uplifting to listen to these great songs. Like I said, many of them are Christian music songs, but whatever works for you, whatever you find that's uplifting to you, create a playlist and then create a playlist when you're when you're feeling a little stronger sometimes these activities are harder to do when we're not feeling strong we don't we don't feel like taking action but if we already have it in place this it's only a six song playlist it's a short playlist but i i put this together and then when i needed it it was there and i'm grateful that i had put that playlist together and i was able to listen to that and it really really uplifted me. It really inspired me. It it helped my day get off to a better start. So think about the songs that are uplifting for you, that share a message that are purposeful for you, and create that playlist and listen in when you need the extra boost. We can we can really do a lot to support ourselves as we journey through grief. Remember, your your support needs to be equal to your challenge. So often we're going along in life and then something happens, which is probably what's brought you to this podcast. And all of a sudden we have this large challenge in front of us. We have this grief that we're dealing with. There might be other things that have happened due to the loss it's not just the grief. We're, we're actually dealing with the aftermath of whatever created the, the grief. For example, you know, when I went through my divorce, I found myself a single mom. So not only was I dealing with the grief of this loss that I experienced, but I was also dealing with the aftermath, dealing with finances, dealing with raising my children on my own, childcare, all these different other things that I had to deal with. So I needed to increase the support that I was receiving. I needed to reach out to other people. I needed to find programs that would help me. So our support should be equal to our challenge, which means that the support that was getting us through our day-to-day before our loss may not be sufficient for to support us in our loss. So I would just suggest that as you listen to this, this episode of the podcast, that you create a music list, create a, a playlist in whatever 
app that you use to listen to music, or at least write down a couple of songs that are inspiring to you that you can look up on YouTube or someplace when you need it, and you can listen to that. You can also go back and listen to that list at the beginning of the podcast and see if there's anything else in there that would be helpful to you to lift your spirits, to to bring up your vibration, to activate your mind, to strengthen, to strengthen your mind. Also, again, I wanted to remind you of two upcoming events at Build a Life After Lost. The first is our new grief recovery group that's starting September 10th in Sandy, Utah. So if you're in Utah, or if you have a friend in Utah that's in the Salt Lake area, let them know about that group. I only do these twice a year. Just a reminder, I only do them twice a year. So the group is an action program. It's designed to help you move beyond the loss. Again, this group is forming on September 10th in Sandy, Utah. And for more information, you can send me an email at julie at buildalifeafterloss.com. The second upcoming event is our new online Build a Life After Loss support group, which will launch in October. So be ready for that. We'll be diving in deeper with the things that we discuss on the podcast. This is going to be a webinar live program so that you can get on, you can ask the questions in real time, any questions that you have, and you can ask those questions and tell us who you are, or you can ask those questions without anybody knowing who's asking the questions. So it can be super private as well. So I'm super excited about that. In the On the Facebook group, Build a Life After Loss, I'll be sharing the playlist that I talked about on this, on this episode. And in the show notes, there's always links to anything that's upcoming. So be sure and check that out as well. You can email me at julie at the build a life after loss with any questions that you have as well. All right. Remember, I believe in you. I truly do. I love you. Have a great week. Bye.